This is episode 17, How to Manage It All. Welcome to Z-Rated Success. Z-Rated Success. The podcast to help educators and those who work with youth to help them succeed by standing out instead of fitting in. This This is Z-Rated Success. And this is Nick Zizi. It's another great day. I'm Nick Zizi, your host of Z-Rated Success. It's been a while. In fact, um, it's been very hectic here since school reopened, as you can imagine. As a parent, an entrepreneur, and teacher, having to manage it all and having my son here at my office, helping him with his classes and while I'm teaching online and running a business is a lot. Uh, but but I'm making it happen. We're, we're getting it done. And that's one of the reasons why I thought about sharing today's topic with you because it shifted my schedule in a major way because my workload is much heavier this year and that I'm teaching more classes than I did last year. So how do we manage it all? How do you manage it all? I've had people ask me that question Many times they say, Nick, I see you traveling, I see you doing this, I see you teaching, I see you running a business, how do you manage it all? I say, well, I just juggle, I'm just juggling. Oftentimes, you find yourself doing something and you don't know how you're doing it, like the bumblebee flies, scientists, experts will say, look, it's impossible for the bumblebee to to fly. Well, the bumblebee doesn't know. The bumblebee just gets it done. It just flies. It doesn't know. It just flies. And oftentimes, you can find yourself doing things, and you yourself don't really know how you're doing it, but you're getting it done. I want to share with you some insight as to what I've experienced over the years with managing everything that I'm doing. And to be honest, it's hard. It's challenging. So, I want you to think about a juggler for a moment. A juggler has several balls. He's juggling. And you add a ball. You throw in another ball. And the more balls the juggler has to juggle, the more difficult it will be for him to continue. If he speeds up, he may drop a ball. If he slows down, he may drop a ball. So it takes a lot of concentration. It takes a lot of effort to get it done. Uh, so what happened to me recently was during the summer, I had a lot more time to record, had a lot more time to plan. And what I did was I would record multiple interviews in one setting and and get several interviews recorded and edited and done and ready to go. And then I also had solo shows that I recorded as well. But now that school reopened, my time, my schedule shifted drastically as a result. So with that, I had to pause and I had to ask myself, have I taken on too much? Am I juggling too much? Because the more you have to juggle, the more difficult it will be. And if you have too many things you're juggling, too many tasks that you're, you're juggling, then eventually you're going to drop a ball. So I had to pause and I had to reset to see what ways we're going to 
continue with the production of this podcast. And we have a lot of great interviews, great, insightful shows in the pipeline for you. So stay tuned for that. But here's the lesson. The lesson was I had to ask myself, have I taken on too much? Oftentimes, we can find ourselves busy being busy, right? You're just busy being busy. And being busy does not make you successful. Busyness does not mean that you will be successful. So it has to be more than that. There's got to be more than simply being busy. In fact, we are all stuck in the busy trap. We have no time for our families or ourselves, no time to reskill or grow. Stephen Covey in The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People said, what does it matter how much we do if what we're doing isn't what matters most? Managing your time is about doing what matters most. So you can be busy doing a lot of things. Now, the question that I had to ask myself and the question I'm asking you to ask yourself is what matters most? So figure that out for yourself. What matters most? And focus on what matters most. See, time management is life management. In reality, you can't really manage time, but you can manage your life, how you're Spending your time, the decisions that you're making on a daily basis, on a regular basis, you can manage that so that you can create the type of life that you want for yourself. So oftentimes we waste time and when time is wasted, life is wasted. So time wasted is life wasted. Time wasted is life wasted. And if you don't think that, if you don't think that's the case, I want you, if you've ever, if you've ever gone to a funeral, if you've ever gone to the cemetery, you'll notice that on the gravestone, there's the date the person was born and the date the person passed away. And in between is a chisel mark, a hyphen, a dash that represents the life of that person. So the date the person was born and the date the person expires, or the date the person passes away. So the time, in essence, the time we have is our life. And how much time we have left, who knows? How many days we have left, who knows? But what I do know is that we can manage our life, manage our decisions, how we're spending our time, how we're investing our time. So with that, when we can figure that out. We'll be able to manage it all. We'll be able to juggle all that we have in our lives to make the most of it. So with that, I want to share with you three P's, the three P's of time management, the three P's of time management. Number one, you've got to plan. You have to plan. And I had to sit back during this time and plan and identify what I should work on. So you want to plan and identify what you should work on. Again, I want you to think about what matters most. So throughout your day, throughout your schedule today, I want you to look at the things that you have planned today, the things that you plan to do. What matters most? Are you focusing on what matters most? Uh, There's a book I read 
two years ago, in fact, I think it was two or three years ago by Perry Marshall. And in the book, the title is 80-20, and he talks about the 80-20 rule. And that what it means is 80% or 20%, I should say, 20% of your the, your task or the things that you do account for 80% of your results. So look at your schedule. What is that 20% of the things that you do on a regular basis or even today, your schedule, that 20% today that will account for 80% of the results? Focus on that. That's what matters most. So focus on that. So plan. In fact, when you plan, you're identifying what you should work on. So identify what you should work on. Number two, second key is prioritize. Prioritize is, okay, I see all the things that I should work on. These are all the tasks that I need to get done. So now you want to prioritize that. Identify what you should do first, second, or never. So what do I want to do first? What do I want to do second? And what I shouldn't do at all? Never. So what you're doing then is you are eliminating some things and you are structuring or categorizing, prioritizing your other tasks. So think about your day, prioritize the list of things that you want to get done, the tasks that you need to work on, the goals that you need to work on, and then you prioritize. So identify what you should do first, second, or never. And in this stage, I also want you to think about this right here. Learn to say no. Learn to say no. As teachers, we love helping. We love volunteering. We love doing a lot, you know, helping out. And that's a good thing. That's a great quality to have. However, we must remember that our time is limited And we have to learn to say no to many of the requests that are made of us so that we can focus on what matters most. Now, if you do have some time that you can set in your schedule to volunteer, do that. But let's say if you spend your entire time volunteering or your entire time helping someone, when will you have time to focus on the things that matter most to you? Because Again, what's going to make the biggest difference in your life is that 20%, that 20% of your schedule, that 20% of the tasks, the goals that you have set, that 20% that will account for the 80% that you want to see in your life. And learning to say no doesn't necessarily mean to volunteer. It could be anything. You can say, no, I can't go out. Or I can't go socialize. I can't can't go out to the party this time because I have a project to work on, or I need to grade papers, or I need to prepare my net lesson plan for this quarter. I need to do something else. I need to go to the gym. I need to uh, make sure I take care of this. Again, focus on what matters most. And the third P is perform. Perform. You know what to do. You know you should do it. Now do it. And what this means is to commit to your plan. Commit to your plan. It's one thing to plan and another to execute. So execute. Take action. 
Action alone is what's going to set you apart from other teachers. There are teachers who say they want to do things. They say they want to do better. They say they want to become a better teacher. And that's all they do. They just say. But you want to not only say, but you want to plan, prioritize, and then perform. And as you're performing, you're going to notice the progress. You're going to notice the growth. And as a result, things will get better and you'll be able to create a balance in your life. You'll be able to manage it all. But now you may be saying, well, I have too many balls that I am juggling. Well, then that goes back to number two, prioritize. What is the most important here? What's number one? What's number two? What's number three? And what, if any, which of, if any of these balls should you not juggle that you should just get rid of? Like, I'm not doing that anymore. That's not important. I'm not going to do it anymore. Someone may be asking, well, how do I balance my work life and my home life? Well, the way you can do that is to understand that the balancing part of it is a challenge. Uh, there are seasons in your life where you're going to spend more time focused in one area and, and less in another area. But remember, that's just a season. And you want to strive to uh, keep that balance where uh, you're spending time with your family, that you're um, engaging your family, that you're getting them involved. And here are a few quick tips on how to create that home work-life balance. Here it is. Share the vision of what you do with your children. Share the vision of what you do with your children, your spouse, your significant other. Teach your children to work hard in school and at home. Teach children to love work by loving your work. Take your children to work to see how it helps the family. If you can, you can take your children to your classroom. Take them to the school where you're working if they're not at that school. And just let them see how it is and how you're working and what you do. Participate in career days at school. Share positive work experiences with the family. Bring stories of work heroes home, of what family members are doing, and keep in touch with notes or emails. Involve your family in work projects. If I'm working on a lesson plan and I have a few ideas, something new that I want to incorporate, I'll present it to my my wife. I'll present it to my, my children and ask them for their insights, their advice. And sometimes they'll share a thought, an idea that I didn't think of before that I can incorporate in my next lesson. It's a great way to get your family involved. You want to keep in touch with your family. Uh, Oftentimes we can get so busy doing a lot of things, going around, traveling like I do. As a speaker, I travel a lot and I love FaceTime. I love FaceTiming my family. I love uh, staying in touch with them, calling, emailing, texting, sending pictures, and just letting them know that I'm I'm on the road, but I'm thinking of you. I'm checking on, you know, checking on my kids, seeing how they're doing, checking on my wife to see how she's doing, and letting her know that I love her, and and just being there when I'm not there, and that's a great way to to create that balance, uh, that home and work-life balance. 
So with that, again, the way that we can manage it all is to manage our lives by using these three Ps. Plan, prioritize, and perform. When we do, we are going to manage our life better, which will in turn manage our time better and will live a more productive and fulfilling life. Thank you for listening to Z-Rated Success. I hope you learned something today about standing out. If you are an educator who wants to get a professional development or a presentation for your students to help build their self-esteem so that they are not following the crowd, but that they are knowing who they are so they can stand out, please send an email to info at nickzz.com so we can set up a time to talk. I would love to see about getting my speaking program or my books or my professional development programs in your school. Join our Facebook group for educators. Join the Dazzle. We have educators from across the nation who are standout educators sharing their best practices, ideas, and tips and strategies to help you be a standout success. Go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash zebra educators and join today. And that's a wrap. I'm your host, Nick Zizi, reminding you today that imitation is limitation. Unleash your zebra. If you've received value from today's podcast, make sure to subscribe and visit ZratedSuccess.com for more tips and strategies that will help you stand out instead of fit in. Reminding you today to unleash your zebra. Unleash your zebra.